Hi! Welcome to my mittened hand. It is a very frosty, chilly, yet bright afternoon in Leeds, Yorkshire, where we are in the thick of winter now. And my hands are cold from the chilly air. Welcome! Anger! Anger, what do you think when I say that word, anger? I bet it isn't. Oh, that's good! <laughs> Love anger! Want more anger in my life? Because anger is one of those, um, one of those experiences, one of those emotions that we label as bad or wrong, inconvenient, painful, certainly not welcome. That's been my experience of anger anyway. Certainly, um, being around angry people when we're growing up can often be something that can often make us a bit scared of anger as we go up in life. Or it can make us angry too and we express it. And this comes onto the question of what, what is anger? You know, some of us, I'm the kind of person who internalizes it. So I have a reaction and it goes inwards. Other people express it outwards. Verbally, they shout. Other people get physical. You know, there are many manifestations of anger. Other people just deny it's even there. Yet every part of their body language, the way they speak, the way they move says that it definitely is there and you can sense it in them but maybe they can't. So anger in all its colours, frustration, resentment, and even at the darker fringes, I guess it comes into things like violence and destruction, you know? That's when it starts to get unhelpful, and that's where I guess none of us want to end up with anger. But anger, nonetheless, is a feature in most people's lives. It's one of the three kind of primary or base kind of instinctual emotions that humans have and we tend to have a dominant one whether it's anger fear or shame and i would say that after many years of self work this discovery self-inquiry that's the word discovering that my kind of primary experience is one of anger and to say that now makes me feel really nervous because you're thinking oh god is chris a violent person is chris the kind of person who shouts and rants and raves well not really, I want to kind of dispel this kind of... We need to give anger a rebrand, I think that's where I'm coming at this. Anger, John Lydon screamed on a song years and years ago, anger's just an energy, he used to say. And he's kind of right, and I didn't know what he meant at the time, but now I know what it means. It's anger, if we just take away these labels, this good, this bad, if we take away the different colours of it, if we take away our experiences of anger, it's just a, it's just a physical thing that happens in your body isn't it for me it's like a kind of oh it's a clenching it's a tightness for some it's a heat for some it's a kind of fidgety urgency for others it's just a nothingness feeling a kind of a maybe even a despair of sorts um yeah there's different ways so yeah anger for me it just courses through my body and i've had a really interesting experience recently with it that's kind of deepened my understanding of anger and how I process it and the best way as is often the best way to learn about ourselves we have it's when we have a strong reaction so to a person to a situation something that we, we call it triggering you know it's just where you are aroused stimulated provoked you are having some kind of um, strong I'm not gonna say disproportionate but a very strong response a very strong reaction to something that evokes these sensations and feelings in your body. And anyway, I'll, I'll share it, um, my experience 
and I'll give you a little insight on this. This is genuinely, I, I don't 100% know where I'm going to end up with this. This is classic beyond the basement territory. This is an exploration of anger, at least the form that I witness it in. So, um, so I'd, I'd been asked to do some paperwork that looked utterly boring and also involved going into reflecting on my experiences of the past and history and having to just fill in forms about it. It's kind of like a, think of it like filling in a crime witness report. You have to re-experience what, what happened that created this kind of, um, this, uh, something that happened in the past that you have to explore that you'd rather not go there. It's as simple as that. Really. I'm not going to give too much away, but I didn't want to do this thing. Who wants to do something that you've been press ganging to doing? No one wants to do that. Anyway, I'd avoided it and put it off for ages and I was just like, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this. And I felt so angry about having to be made to do this because there was a deadline coming. And this is a very human response to anger, is having to do something that you really don't want to do, but you're being kind of like, there are pressures around you, deadlines, other people, whatever, that are like, you've got to do this thing. And you know it's right for you, but you don't want to do it. That's a real good trigger for anger. And um, especially if it's mixed in there with unfairness as well, that can often be a real unhelpful mixture, a real heady blend for you. So I had anger because I had to do this thing that I didn't want to do. Cue the anger. Where did it go? Well, it didn't go anywhere. That's a problem. I just had this reaction. I felt very, very angry. And the anger I noticed started out as kind of tension and clenching in it. I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to sort of shout and go, ah, this is rubbish. I don't want to do this. This is unfair. Why am I having to do this? I wanted to moan about it. But I didn't. For various reasons. I know exactly why. Because as a kid I was told I was a moaner. So I learned to keep my protestations quiet and internal inside. So it stayed inside for a bit. And then all of a sudden I noticed that the anger, it kind of mutated. So this is where that thing about anger being an energy comes in. It's like this kind of motivation to do something. You know, anger is often the result of injustice or unfairness and it's a kind of compulsion to do something about it. It triggers a very visceral, physical response to change the way something is because something isn't right. That's fundamentally what energy, the energy of anger is like. So that went stirring round and round and round and it started in my belly and kind of prepared in my jaw, feeling clenched, you know. Some people tighten their muscles or this kind of thing. Other people make themselves big, some make themselves feel small, make themselves small, physically small. For me, it was just a clenching and a tension and contraction. And with nowhere else to go, it shot upwards, I noticed. It flew straight up into my head and then it fueled this kind of um, swirling, like, an, like a, you know when computer programs get stuck on a loop, they get stuck in kind of like buffering mode or whatever, like waiting, loading, something. That happened and it was just started going on my head and it ended up in this kind of what I call replay and rehearsal. Well, it's not what I call it. It's an actual thing from um, uh, psychology. It's where you replay uh, situations and conversations from the past or you rehearse new ones that haven't yet happened or you reimagine past ones happening again in the future. Replay and rehearsal. So that's kind of going round and round and round. And it's interesting that I viewed it as round and round. It's like this circular kind of snake eating its own tail, you know? Pac-Man spinning around. Um, when Pac-Man dies, he kind of eats himself and he goes around. It's like that. That's what I mean. And that was my experience of where the anger went when it didn't know where else to go. Because I didn't scream and shout and yell and moan or whatever it is. I didn't punch the wall or other people or 
attack or or do anything outwardly it just didn't get expressed it had nowhere else to go so it shot upwards and it went straight to my head and fueled this unending cycle of replaying rehearsal and going round and round and round and getting trapped up there and there it stayed and then comes in the bit what I've spoken about before which is about this resistance which just um, if you the only way out is through with emotions and with anger it's exactly the same if it doesn't come out if you don't go through it and experience it and let it out it's just you're resisting it and then it will just stay the way it was so the resistance was not expressing it and not wanting my head to keep going round and round and round and getting really fed up and really bored with my head for going just basically whining about how unfair things were in my head and wanting to make things different than the way they are that's just resistance I was resisting it and this went on for a while and I was like okay I know um well I've noticed very recently that if I'm feeling a little bit I don't know squiffy like something's off and not right something's stuck in me I'm feeling a little bit sometimes feeling a little bit, a bit sad if I'm feeling like yeah, so things aren't right. If I kind of move my body and dance, um, yeah, I said that. Yeah, if I put some music on, especially kind of music I enjoy, without lyrics, but it's kind of dancey and up, and not necessarily upbeat. It can be kind of kind of dark. I like I like Berlin electro, kind of industrial minimalist, kind of techno sort of um, music. And I pop that on and move my body, and sure enough, all of a sudden I will notice that I that my breathing will change, and then I'll you know notice I'll start welling up or my breath or just something will shift and then whatever needed to needs to come out will come out and in the in the cases in the past I've noticed that's when the, I can feel the tears come out and then it's like it's it's like a good way of um loosening emotional constipation that's why I do it and I thought well maybe dance will work for the anger as well I've never tried it actually in the moment of anger so I dared myself to do that and I found a quiet moment this is while I was out on holiday in France got some headphones on put some music on and I prefer still prefer to do this without anyone watching maybe I'll do it for other people one day but um but this specific kind of dance I'm talking about here I don't mind dancing in front of people but this kind of cathartic sort of dance where you are there's something about the free flowing and the way the music just letting your letting your limbs move the way they want to move you know what I mean without judgment without any kind of order to it it's just oh that feels nice I'll do that a bit more oh now I'm moving this way that feels all right that feels like fun I'll do a bit more that 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 kind of thing so I did that with my headphones on and sure enough I got the same kind of welling up and this the kind of it's like a heat behind the eyeballs and the pressure and I felt that and I was like okay so something needed whatever that was it got uncorked and a little bit of it came out and now it's back to a healthy manageable level and sure enough that replaying rehearsal loop that was going round and round and round and round just it just disappeared it kind of phased out it burnt itself out it evaporated i don't know what, what the right word is maybe evaporate feels quite nice actually i'll stick with evaporate but yeah the um the anger evaporated there we go and i was able to move on and enjoy the rest of my week because the only way out is through with emotions so there we go that's the discovery so anger for ages i've wanted to know a better way to process anger and um i'd invite you to do the same with you maybe if you uh, maybe shame's a principal um thing that you feel that's your kind of primary go-to place you know it might not be anger it could be the fear like i was saying and it's like what is it how do we want i guess the first step is just noticing when you experience 
the anger, the shame, the fear before knowing what to do with anything with it. I mean, that's it's taken me a while to know what to do with it, but noticing it is the first place. What does it feel like? Where does it live in your body? What triggers it? You know, what kind of conditions? How do you know that something's rising in you? How do you know that you're having a strong reaction and you're, and the strong response is the, the fear, shame, the anger? So it's taken me a while. Do you know, for ages I just thought, oh, if I talk to angry people who I know are really angry and really rant and rave and lose their minds, maybe if I talk to them I can learn how to shout my head off properly. You know, maybe I need to get into boxing or do something that is like a, a physical expression of the anger, you know, taking the violence out on a punch bag or something like that. And But part of me was like, yeah, that kind of would be like a way to fix it, you know. <laughs> That's kind of where my thinking was going. How do I fix this problem but it never felt right i'm not a really punchy person you know what i mean i'm not i just don't i don't i don't like shouting and ranting my rave and i like a bit of vitriol every now and again but that's more about humor you know that's a kind of healthier expression of the anger but when there's an unhealthy or disproportionate i used that word i said i wasn't going to use it when there's a less manageable experience of anger you know, what, where, where's a good place to go to have in the back pocket? And I'm sure there will be other ways. I know that like something like um, running is a classic exercise, basically. is a classic way of handling uh, stress. But that's great for kind of ongoing maintenance, you know, just staying on top of things. So if you have low-grade stress at work and you just need to keep yourself healthy and functioning during a period of stress, yeah, exercise is a great one, healthy eating. All the above, meditation, great, maintenance, you know, stay healthy. But when you're having one of these moments where something happens, you know, it could be a a confrontation, you know, it could be something happening to you that's really unfair and you have no control over and it is so overwhelming, it is so powerful and it affects you so much that putting on your running shoes and going for a run might not be a first bottle call because you don't have that opportunity. You know, so it's good to have something in your back pocket, like a... Yeah, I've got dance now. There's not much else in there, you know, that uh, for when I'm really, really strongly kind of, yeah, triggered in that way. I've got dance. So that's helpful. And I'm just realising how pretentious that sounds. I once went to event and, an, an event, and the facilitator said, yeah, so when I'm really stressed, I know that I need to go to dance because that's how I express myself. And just thinking, what did you just say? Dance is my language thinking, oh, are you kidding me? Really? And sure enough, <laughs> that's why I had a strong reaction to it of judgment, because something at some level was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, laugh away, Chris, but yeah, good old dance, yeah, I'll get you out of a pickle at some point. Anyway, I'm going to sit here and wait until you discover that. <laughs> so yeah, joke's on me. Um, so yeah, anyway, I think what I'm trying to say is I invite you to, um, yeah, take part in the noticing of the strong reactions. Yeah, what's your experience of anger? Or maybe it's the fear and the shame in there is your kind of dominant response when something happens. And then, if you're lucky, with time, you know, we figure out, we make connections like that kind of dot, 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 like I did. I was like, oh, dance works when I'm feeling sad or low, you know, and unmotivated. So I wonder what it'll do when I'm angry, you know, like dot, dot, dot. Try the experiment out. Oh, that worked. And I'm not going to say I'm going to remember that every time. I'm not going to figure it out. I will probably forget next time I'm angry. And also, like if someone makes you angry in the street, you know, someone comes up to you and screaming in your face and you feel very angry, or something unfair happens, like, <laughs> can you dance in their face on the street? I don't know. You, yeah, you probably can, actually. Maybe I'll try that. 
But yeah, I imagine there are other ways and means to handle anger. I'm not an anger expert. I'm still very much on a journey with it. But yeah, recognising that anger um, isn't something to be scared of or frightened of. It's a very powerful force. I don't dispute that. When it surges and rises in you, it's just... Oh, it's like it wants to... If you're sat down and it happens, you want to get up and go forwards. It's a very, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a forward kind of energy, I would say. It's a forward compulsion. It's like it motivates you to get up and change and do something, anything about the situation as it is. So I'm less, I'm not scared with it anymore. I didn't choose this. I didn't choose any of my emotions. And that's a question I'd ask you. It's one I often ask, ask clients when they start giving themselves a hard time when they're having a particular um, emotional response to a situation. You just say, well, did I, did I choose anger? <laughs> Probably not. It just, oh, there it is. Hello, anger. There it is. What are you going to do with it now? So, yeah, the rebrand on anger for me is, yeah, and it's not a scary thing. It doesn't make me a bad person to feel angry, you know. Um, good people feel angry, you know. I bet I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the greatest kind of... I'm drawing parallels between me and great moral crusaders of our age who, you know, Gandhi and that, who were like, were oppressed and they saw the injustice in the world and their fury you know, rolls in them and they then directed that energy into constructive ways because anger isn't necessarily a destructive force. I don't think it can be used that way. But my, um, I would certainly would like to use anger as a force for good and correction and improvement and making situations better and something that fuels you and gives you that motivation and energy to want to do something about it. You know, we can't, if we're lucky, we can, but not always. You know, sometimes there are situations where we can't do anything about it, which is basically the, the, the kind of the story I recount, isn't it? And noticing that when it gets trapped and when it's in there, you know, what, what then? How can it be expressed? You know, maybe, maybe not in the moment, maybe a short while afterwards, like I did, you know, how can it be expressed? How can it move? How can we give expression to this sudden surge of energy that wants to get out there and do something you know about the situation and i'm talking specifically about anger there and the, the physicality of the experience of the emotion that we call anger and label and i've gone full circle to right where i began lovely right i'm going to bid you goodbye from a frosty um new Wortley cemetery dog walk favorite but I also love coming here and I've said this many times in the podcast like I'm skipping here I record podcasts here because there's no one ever here it's quiet it's really lovely and it's full of trees so I bid you good well from a good I bid you good well I bid you goodbye from a frosty um graveyard and I wish you I was going to say an anger free day but chances are it's going to happen at some point isn't it I wish you a healthy day with anger if it turns up and that's okay if it does because you're still awesome okay ta-ta thanks for listening bye love you bye